1: So, you have come here for information.
2: This, this is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. We dug up a lot of good dirt. dirt on My Talk. My Talk. Listen and learn. Oh, look, there's a story about Jeff Bezos and oh, COVID 19. Was wh- well, he redecorating is- his uh, private island? Oh, uh, remember yesterday we
3: said with that, the disco cave? But,
2: that he was spending all that money on that weird clock inside a mountain? Yeah. And we're like, whoa. Yeah. Well, his team now put out this.
3: I knew it! <laughs> uh-huh. He's spending the $4 billion
2: on COVID-19 costs. I t-
3: what did I tell you? Yeah. I said within 24 hours, his people are going to be crapping their pants and wanting to release a new statement.
2: Exactly. And they Four? have billion more billion. um he's investing in PPEs cleaning Good. and other adjustments for Amazon fulfillment centers plus online shopping has increased so he wants to invest in getting products to customers after the announcement uh, the Amazon shares dipped but he advised the shareholders to take a
3: seat. Oh, good. Oh. Yeah. All right. He has the money. I mean, uh, yeah, he's do like,
0: it. I'm Amazon, so yeah, right, bye. Exactly. There'll so, be others that want to step in your place.
2: Right. Uh, something less important, Stephanie Meyer, she's the author of The Twilight Saga. Um, she has everyone in a tizzy because she has a countdown clock on her website, but nobody knows what it's counting down to. The clock is going to end on May 4th at 8.30 a.m. Uh, there's a link that leads to social media um mm. to her uh to fickle and fish film that's the production company co-founded by her that produce the host and Austin land movies so it m- must be something mm. with the host
3: is this is this clever uh-huh. marketing or not right um, now
0: I don't
4: know
3: I don't know it's a I little can't weird question it is weird well
0: we're talking about it well, yeah that's
3: true for be true a little left. tone deaf though we got we got caught <laughs> <laughs>
2: So Prince is getting for a month his own <laughs> Sirius XM channel. Oh. Uh, starting today, Sirius XM will dedicate a channel to him playing his music and previously unheard episodes of a radio show that Prince created in 2005.
4: Oh, that's cool. Unheard cool. stuff.
2: And quite a few Prince gems have made their way to YouTube from this radio show uh, that's never been heard before. So if you have Sirius XM, um, find the Prince channel right now.
3: And that channel doesn't begin until 9 a.m., by the way. Oh. I just want to ma- <laughs> Oh, right, right. Oh, that's, that's true. brilliant marketing. Oh. I believed
2: you
4: for a second.
3: Anyway, please.
2: Yeah. What am I doing here talking about other radio shows?
3: Hi, <laughs> Dave Ryan. Hi, Kathy Wurzer. <laughs> hi, Kathy. Yeah. I was going to say, don't listen to Kathy Wurzer either, don't, even though we love her. Don't listen to Wurzer. She's no. <laughs> just giving you bad news. <laughs> that's the latest
2: story. You can find more on our app and mytalk1071.com.
4: Okay, appreciate the info. Dirt alert
2: updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended dirt alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. Be back in an hour. Okay. And now, Jason and Alexis in the
5: morning with producer Don on My Talk. Everything entertainment.
3: We are so glad you're here. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk window 71. we're also live streaming around the world at MyTalkWindow71.com and our app and on your various home devices that aren't ah, watching you. I repeat, they're not watching you.
2: Oh, you don't know that.
3: Especially if you put a piece of tape over the camera like Dawn does. Come I'm on I'm Jace now. with Lex. Genius. Dawn.
4: <laughs> or, or
3: if you're like my mom, you put blackout drapes over them. Uh, and Kenny's <laughs> here as well, too. I'm not. I'm kind of not joking. Uh, let's get right to it because I'm looking forward to having this discussion, uh, but I'm not looking forward Word uh, to the topic, uh, really shocking news, and I'm not being dramatic here. Surprising news yesterday in the local food world, a huge casualty of uh, of the pandemic and the subsequent uh, quarantine issues we're dealing with, and that is uh, the bachelor farmer which uh, has been around for almost a decade, uh, buzzed about, helped to make the Twin Cities a food destination in the country, announced that they are closing for good, along with Marvel Bar, uh, their brother-sister cocktail lounge, and their cafe as well. Joining us on the phone is our food diva, uh, Stephanie Hansen, uh, from my talks, The Weekly Dish, with Stephanie March. Good morning, Hansen.
1: Hi, I have missed
3: you what guys. You? I got so excited when Don answered Hanson. the phone. Oh, we've missed you, oh. uh, Hanson. Uh, I wish it was for better reasons. Let me just let me put this bluntly. Uh, Betty from Anoka, listening to us right now, uh, rarely gets to the cities. She may have heard from ba- of a bachelor farmer. Why should she care? Why is this getting the attention that it's getting? And why are we having you talk about it?
1: I think it's one of the first biggies that we're seeing go down during the coronavirus, coronavirus uh, pandemic. And I think there'll be more. So I think this is like the first big shoe to fall.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the second thing is, is they kind of started dining, fine dining, destination dining in the North Loop. The Dayton brothers bought that building. they, created a very beautiful environment. It was like one of the first restaurants that I can recall that had the really cool wallpaper and the cool tile on the floor. They also started like the craft cocktail movement in Marvel Bar in their, their bar on the first level. And then their cafe that they had that they opened um, years later was just such a great spot. It was such an awesome spot to just go and dip in and have a beautiful cup of coffee. And then more than all of those things, they were the first people that really brought, like, the cuisine of the North to the forefront of magazines, to the coast. During this month, actually, on Bon Appetit magazine, uh, Yiya Vang's, um, got the cover shot, and there's a whole spread in there about his restaurant that's coming. And, we wouldn't have had that kind of publicity. We wouldn't have had that kind of notice, right
3: there. If that's it weren't
1: it. for a Bachelor Farmer,
3: that's it. It's that's, a street cred, yeah, Lex. And seriously, that's why I wanted Hanson here because I, I think about the audience listening, Hanson, and I, and and they're, they're you know uh, some of these restaurants are not in their galaxy, and 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 they hear about it, but they're never going to go. Maybe they don't they don't want to go to the shishi poo poo place, but it matters for all the reasons you just laid out. It 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 helps us with tourism. It helps us with prestige. Am I right on that?
1: Yeah, a president ate there, a vice president, a first lady ate there, Uh, Paul Berglund, who was the chef that started there. He uh, wasn't there during the closing, but he was a James Beard Award winner. You know, it really started to bring notoriety to the Midwest. And Gavin Kaysen followed. Um, It just really, it just brought all of this attention in ways that the Midwest never could have before. Mm. And it just is such a beautiful space, too. Like, they really, I thought um, the space was beautiful. The food was great. I mean, they took Swedish meatballs and elevated it, but not so much that you didn't recognize that you were eating a delicious Swedish meatball with lingonberries.
4: Yum. Um,
1: they had post caddies. You know, that was something like our great-grandma's had. It was just what? fun. Yeah. It was fun. And Marvel Bar, like, just in January of this year, they did a whole program about mocktails, so n- low proof or no proof alcohol cocktails, because that was what was on trend. Like they were always pushing the trends. One of my very like most memorable old fashioned memories, and I'm not a huge old fashioned drinker, happened at Marvel Bar where I it was the first time I ever had that drink and was like, wow. I don't hate this. This doesn't taste like my grandma.
3: Yeah.
6: Hanson. <laughs> I hate my grandma a lot.
3: Stephanie Hanson's our guest talking about the closing of the Bachelor Farmer. Lex, I, you, you, yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, I was just going to say, I think the other big takeaway for people who may not have ever gone there or never planned to is that in the wake of all of this, the Dayton heirs couldn't even keep their restaurants open. Yeah, That just feels to me like, whoa and you're right Stephanie that it this is just the beginning
1: well I think by the time this is all done there are some estimates that will lose as many as one in five restaurants others estimates I've seen have been 50 percent okay um it's 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 difficult someone asked me yesterday well with takeout you know aren't the restaurants doing okay For most restaurants, they're doing 15 to 30% of their business if they're doing great in takeout. Wow. That's if they're doing great. Many are doing a lot less than 15%.
3: Wow, Hanson.
1: When you eat at a restaurant, 50% of your bill a lot of times is cocktails.
4: Absolutely. And they're not
1: able to really do cocktails. They're able to do the bottled wine and the beer, but they're competing at liquor store prices, you know?
4: Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. What?
0: Do you think that there'll be a lot of, um, like, sourcing or, you know, like, um, GoFundMes for restaurants?
1: Do you see that that's going to be an answer for customers to
0: help save them? Yeah,
1: there have been some. Um, The problem with that has been that the money has been slow to be released from GoFundMe because they've had a lot of GoFundMes. Oh. The money's coming, but... Um, yeah, that's not a necessarily a sustainable business plan. Think about it. No, if you make like $20,000 in a GoFundMe and you're a restaurant group that maybe has a couple of restaurants, that's not even like a week's worth of covering your payroll. Oh,
4: gosh. Hanson, Hansen,
3: can, can you, you stick around? We have a, a passing notes next, but it's a little shorter. So I want to ask you a question, and, and then I want you to think of it and answer it on their side. Uh, you know this business. You know this town better than most. You and, 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 uh, and, and Stephanie March, who where do you see, because like Gavin Kaysen has been posting on Instagram that he's thinking about, uh, how do you do this? How do you navigate forward? What's the road ahead? He basically feels like he's creating three new restaurants. Where do you see success? What do these restaurants have to do in six months, a year, year and a half? Is it a hybrid of takeout dine-in? Where do you see the local restaurant scene? Think on that. We'll get the answer when we come back.
4: Welcome back, 718.
3: Jason and Alexis in the morning. We have passing notes coming up in just a few minutes. But right now, finishing up a great conversation with our foodie queen, Stephanie Hansen from My Talks, the Weekly Dish, with her good friend, our friend, Stephanie March. Uh, discussing the. I think
1: you just called me Stephanie March, and she hates when people. No, I said, them, so I, with, you. I said Stephanie Hansen with.
3: I said Stephanie Hansen with the Weekly Dish with our friend, Stephanie March. Mm
1: -hmm. okay good because we've been confused she makes me correct people Uh
3: I love that you're fighting with her and she's not even here it's hysterical (laughs) Uh, anyway (laughs) um, oh Hanson I've missed you Um, so uh, we're talking about the shocking announcement that the bachelor farmers closing I asked the question why should folks care they should care because of what it did for the community at large it's it's like what the Vikings do uh, for the community even if you're not a sports fan they do a lot Uh, Not a perfect parallel, but a parallel nonetheless. My question to you, Steph, is where do you see the restaurant business as a whole six months from now, a year from now?
1: Uh, Six months from now, still doing curbside pickup and uh, some dining in, I would say, about 25% of capacity. I would say you're going to see servers with masks and gloves. You might even um, have a welcome kit when you come in that is your bag of sanitizer and your mask, depending on the type of dining restaurant it is. Mm. You will see potentially more booths. You will see less people. There won't be people standing at the bar. And if there were people standing at the bar, there will be squares on the floor of where you can stand. You won't be standing next to your people. Um I think a year from now, it'll be maybe 50% capacity. You'll probably see groups of less than six dining. And I think that the curbside pickup will still be robust. I think they will continue to allow the beer and the wine. And I think many of the restaurants will pivot in terms of what they're serving. So more family style, more take and and heat meals, take and make things you can finish at home. Mm. That's what I think.
3: Okay, so a hybrid, and you're seeing this, you're you're seeing 50% capacity not hitting for months.
1: That's my personal belief, yes. Okay. Now, something that could change that would be a vaccine.
3: A therapeutic. Would be, uh
1: uh-huh, something of that nature, yeah. I don't think that restaurants are going to be serving lime jello molds with meat in them. In case you're wondering from (laughs) yesterday's in conversation. Uh, Oh Oh, no, Hanson! I get so mad when you guys talk about food without me. because I know. Hey, you
3: can call in. There, I've called Dawn. You know (laughs) the bat line. Come on now. We need help when we're talking about send uh, me a
2: text and
1: uh, I'll uh, get
3: you on coleslaw and jello molds and I mean you know whatever the hell. eating in okinawa we don't know about that i mean you know oh. Lex, right Lex, yeah. oh, the best the best food Comfort yeah food. well yeah. actually yeah like-
1: also, for next week or sometime i have an update for you guys on the mystery christmas eve guest john <gasps> Oh, that's pretty epic.
3: Oh, my God. OK, oh God. Oh we got to book you. Okay. <laughs> OK, we'll off the air. We'll get you. Oh Lex. Oh, 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 Lex. oh, Lex. Oh, Oh, great story. I wonder if I can find that. We have to find that episode. We got Phil Jones. It was like knows,
1: right before Christmas Eve. Phil okay. Jones
3: knows every episode I'll of our. Hey, Phil, get, get to work on that. What date was that? <laughs> uh, OK, Hanson, we'll get an update next week, OK? Okay. Bye, sweetheart.
0: Bye. Thanks awesome. hey, Steph.
3: Stephanie Hansen. Weekly dish. Uh, nine to eleven on my talk 107 one. Lex, her mother invited basically a stranger to <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie Hansen's Christmas.
2: Very private, <laughs> Very you know, pri- just like just the family uh <laughs> Christmas Eve dinner.
3: And told what? her at the last minute. Like, hey. like
2: hey, I'm bringing this guy. <laughs>
3: And Hanson <laughs> let loose
2: on the air about
3: it, right, Kitty? So oh, litters of kittens! Yeah, like, Hanson yeah. didn't even hide her. No, oh, disdain. It disdain. was hilarious. Oh gosh!
6: Wow,
3: Ooh. that's what I like about her. She cannot keep it in. Oh whether yeah, whether it's on the air or that's privately true. or yep. to your face oh, or in church, it yeah, was. She, she's gonna let you know. It was an epic day on the show. Let me tell you.
0: Wow, was this before the person <clears throat> came, or was this? Ep- oh, before, we before, ep- after, after. I mean, we heard all about it. Yeah,
3: we heard a oh, play-by-play. Wow. It was yeah, wow. Ooh,
0: and so there's an epic update. I, Ooh, guess. I can't wait.
3: Seven twenty-three. It's time for passing notes. Dawn, do we know anything about this one?
0: We know that this is my
2: friend Kristen, my frenemy. Um, I was always <laughs> very jealous of her. We competed for boys. She was very popular, beautiful. Uh, her family had money, and I loved and hated her at the same time. <laughs> so here she is. Uh, I don't know who's playing her, but uh, apparently this is pretty epic. So here we go.
6: Are you passing a note? She passes me notes in class all the time. Do you want to pass me a note and have me circle yes or no? This is Passing Notes on Jason and Alexis. Notes. Old high school notes that producer Dawn found read aloud by the MyTalk players.
2: It was sweet. We held hands and passed notes.
5: And you are to
6: read that letter in front of my class. Read it out loud. What? Ooh, that's Kiki's music, meaning it's a return of Dawn's frenemy Kiki, aka Kristen. Quick refresher on some of Kiki's greatest hits.
7: Those brownies your mom made for Naked Boy were good. Bend over that barrel and I'll show you. Mean roller coaster! I'm an Enid. Green light sexy. Opus popus. Party! Feed them damn fish. Hey there, Bill. I gotta go.
6: Well, off to today's note where we find Kiki to be a little ornery.
7: Dear Don, well, let's see. Where do you want me to start? I hate this school, maybe. Before second hour, Mike makes me pissed. Because of that deal at Get and Go Friday. You know, with Scott Shufflett and Jeff Allen. Then, second hour Nick J totally pissed me off about that Get and Go thing and Mark G and everything. I hate this school. Get and
6: Go, as you might imagine, was a convenience store in Springfield. And like your dear old narrator here and these guys from Say Anything, hanging out at gas stations was the thing to do in the late 80s, early 90s. I
4: got a question. It was?
3: Yeah. You guys know so yeah. much about women, how come you're here at, like, a gas and sip on a Saturday night completely alone drinking beers, no women anywhere?
6: <laughs> By choice, man. That's yeah, right, man. It's, it's man. a conscious choice. choice. It's a choice, man. <laughs> Choosing to be here. I want to be here, man. Anyways, sounds like there was some static at the get and go. We'll see if she sheds more light on it.
7: Then second hour, Nick J totally pissed me off about that get-and-go thing and Mark G and everything. I hate this school. Those people like Nick and stuff were totally ripping on Glendale people and stuff to me last hour.
6: Glendale was a neighboring high school of Dawn school, Springfield Catholic. (laughs) Just
7: because we go out with them and everything, they're more fun than our freaking school. Man, get-and-go. The tracks with 10 people. Yeah! Woo! Okay, there she sounds like maybe she's
6: ripping on get-and-go. I don't know. You know what? I got to be honest. We've been doing these passing notes for a couple years now, and we've gone through most of the fun and interesting ones. So what I've been doing is trying to find something in the notes interesting to me, and then maybe go take a deeper dive on it. Passing note style. So my deep dive today was on the Springfield, Missouri get-and-go. I guess there used to be about 20 of them down there until one day all the get and goes were bought by the corporation behind come and go yep. Spelled, oh, no. unfortunately, kum go yeah. They're yeah. big in Iowa. See ya. So probably see him. You know what? I am already bored with this deep dive. Let's do a Date, Marry, Dump. Take it away, Kevin.
8: It's the game with many names, but on Jason and Alexis, it's called Date, Mary or Dump. Which one do you want to, um, date? Which one will you marry? And which one gets kicked to the curb? Get ready to play Date, Marry, or Dump. Today's candidates are Get and Go, Come and Go, and a new local favorite, Pump and Munch. Yeah, there are like five of these in the Twin Cities just Google it. And to play, we've rounded up some of the my talk players. What do you say, Jenny from Chicago?
1: So uh, I'm going to marry the get-and-go. I'm probably going to just date the pump and munch. I'm going to dump the come-and-go. It doesn't sound like it sticks around for long.
8: How about you, Donna Valentine and Sarah?
5: Okay, let's see. I would date the get-and-go, because bye. This ain't no hotel. I would marry the pump and munch, because... and i would dump the come and go
1: selfish
8: hey stephanie hansen is Megan. who do you choose
1: is this even a question because like of course you're gonna marry the pump and munch like um the best of both worlds if you know what i'm saying uh the get and go yeah um i don't think that that would even be fun there's like nothing about that that just seems like it would be a good time at all uh, but the come and go hmm that sounds like it'd be a really good date don't you think cause then they're not like hanging around and you don't have to like go to prom with them
8: what say you Bradley trainer is Josh are these like um sexual positions so I think I've done the pump and munch sounds kind of gross uh come and go Okay, Uh, Okay. come and go, I'm going to dump on that, and uh, I totally would date get and go, because I dated this one girl, so did I do this? Am I done? I got to go to practice.
6: All right, I have tallies of votes, and here are your leaders after one round. Your date leader with two votes is get and go front runner is pump and munch with two votes, and off to a big lead in the dump category is come and go. Back to you, Jason and Alexis, for round two. Oh, to throw to commercial and pretend this never, ever happened.
3: Jace? We'll probably do the latter there. Thank you, Rocco. Oh, my gosh. Fantastic. Oh.
2: Wow. He is right. It was spelled G-I-T. Yes. Get and go. Do you, know, you have those in Indiana? Yeah, really? yeah, yeah. yeah, Yeah. Get and go. And then there's... Come and go are everywhere. Come
3: and goes we had. Yeah. Uh we had an Indiana yeah, we had a lot of fun at the expense of that name. Yeah. Again, I would love to be in that meeting where, okay, now we're gonna name a gas station. Let's just call it Pump and Month.
2: Actually MC yeah. saw a come and go shirt, or he was at a come and go somewhere on a road trip and he was just so amused by it. That he bought a T-shirt. Oh yeah, and I'm like, we have those all over Missouri, you know. And he's like, really? And I'm like, yeah.
3: I love it. Seven thirty when we come back, a special uh, family member of my talk will be joining us. Stay with us, Jason and Alexis in the morning. Welcome back. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. Seven thirty-five on this Friday as you make your way to the beginning of your weekend. Uh, You've got mail showing some gratitude to unpaid researcher Phil Jones. He is hot on the trail of the air date of Stephanie Hansen's epic Christmas Eve story. (laughs) Uh, He is actually saying it's post Christmas. That doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But Phil Jones knows more about our show than we do than we (laughs) do. So um, anyway, he's hot on the trail and I have much gratitude. Um, awesome. we also have gratitude for all of our friends here at my talk. And when I say friends, I mean our partners. Uh, and when I say partners, I mean all of the advertisers that you hear Plunkett, uh, David for first equity, our friends at Livia, uh, uh, the friends at the bra company, that Allure, the, Allure. Apparel. Dawn and I both get our bras from Allure and, uh, Kenny, uh, Kenny, I bought a bra for you. You and I are going to have <laughs> bra. You. Yeah, you're welcome. And, Thank uh, you. Uh, and and our next guest is a, is in that category as well she's been a partner of my talk for ye- years oh, so yeah. it would years and anytime we ask anything hey stephanie can we have a zebra uh, Stephanie uh, gets us a zebra. <laughs> hey, Stephanie, uh, can we take over your restaurant uh, for for a weekend and, and cook? Mm. Sure.
0: Yeah, we did that. Yeah.
3: Hey, Stephanie, can you uh, take us on an airplane? Sure. Whatever we ask, <laughs> she gives it to us. So uh, it's only appropriate that in a time like this when all businesses are struggling, we help her. It's time for another Open for Business. Uh, I'm glad you're still open. Open, open.
6: Helping support our local businesses through the coronavirus crisis. We
3: are open for business.
6: This is open for business. Still open, yeah. Yeah. On my talk, 107.1.
3: From Blue Plate Restaurants, our buddy Stephanie Schimp is on the phone. Good morning, Steph.
5: Good morning. How morning.
3: you doing, sweetheart?
5: I'm so happy we're on the radio, not on TV. <laughs> um, I'm sitting on my front porch, trying to get away from the dog who's trying to bark at me. Um, even though I just fed her and let her out um, in my bathroom.
3: Yeah, they, they so don't I'm care. Yeah.
5: Oh my goodness.
3: <laughs> Steph, uh, on a on on just a personal level, how are you doing? Uh, you employ hundreds of people uh, in your company. Uh, I know many of them. Uh, how how's your team? How are you doing? Yeah. Um, you know, I think.
5: It it just changes from day to day. We are a little hopeful and optimistic right now. We are busy this week. Uh, We decided to open up three squares in Maple Grove. So we opened up there on Wednesday. Um, Yesterday, we opened up the Highland Grill for breakfast and lunch. Hmm. And today, we are opening up the Lowry later this afternoon. Oh, nice. Yeah. So the teams, you know, I think there are um, folks that are excited to get back to work. Um, you know, each store, of course, employs another—I don't know—half dozen, eight, ten people with these curbside um, jobs, Pickups, yeah. and so that's good. People are, and you know, people are just excited about doing something again. Yeah. Um But it's still pretty. It's still pretty dire. Um, you know, Hanson was right. I'm going to go last names on us all since there's so many Stephanies in the world. Yeah. Um, (laughs) you know, Hanson was right. This is the, the, a successful takeout operation right now is doing 10 to 15% of sales. Um, we're doing like 8 to 10%. Um, it's just, you know, unless you're pizza or Chinese food, Mm -hmm. you weren't set up to do this. Yeah. Right, and um, some of our places don't even have, uh, you know, parking out front. Like, where do you even pull in to get the food? Where do you yeah, safely? Uh, you know, it's just really cumbersome, and it takes a lot of um, patience and just planning to get this to work. Yeah. We weren't designed to do our food in a bag. To right, go. right
0: right well yeah that's that's what I'm thinking. How has been the adaptation to takeout it Has the menu completely changed, or what kind of choices are you making in that way
5: yeah, so we you know when the governor shut us all down, we closed for a, a maybe even two weeks it was, it was at least a week, maybe ten days, because we didn't know what was going to work, what wasn't going to work I mean would, would we even feel would our employees even feel safe? You know, out there, I mean, no one really knew in mid-March what this was going to look like, as if we know today what this is going to look like. But um, we pared our menu way down, and we did a few family meals, and then we did, you know, just core menu items, like, you know, eight or ten items. And what we've learned is we've actually had to expand our menu. Um, And what's selling is the comfort food. I mean, people want that cheeseburger. Yeah. They want their yep. the when the Groveland Tap opened um early end of end of March, early April before Easter, the fish fry was bonkers, you guys. Yeah. yeah. I, I couldn't like I didn't think fish fry would travel very well, quite honestly, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. But people were lining up in there, you know, walking walking, a lot of people were walking and then lining up in the cars to pick up their Friday night fish fry, which just blows me away um so we we're increasing we're adding a few more items um you know part of this is you 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 don't want to have too much inventory and too much product Mm. around because that's expensive and we're all you know we're all just teetering on the brink of collapse right now yeah
2: uh, Stephanie, now we talked about this a little bit with uh, Hanson as well. Uh, drink sales are a big thing for your restaurants. How have you? I mean, that's that's got to hurt. Uh, you know, how how have you adjusted to that?
5: That does hurt. You know, we are. You know, we our restaurants are all about hospitality and just being your neighborhood place. You know, that place that you come in, you sit down and. You know, like Jason, you you said. I wouldn't know know anything about
3: that, Stephanie. I wouldn't know anything about that type of behavior. No, I wouldn't.
5: Exactly. (laughs) And and the cocktails, the drinks. I mean, sure, we sell an Earl Giles cocktail kit, which is really cool. Oh, cool. Okay. uh, But how many people are going to, you know, it's maybe one in 15, (laughs) one in 10 people who get one of those. Yeah. And then are bold enough, brave enough to, to try mixing their own drinks um like a bartender at home um yeah. we're canning our bloody mary mix in our freehouse crowler cans and so i think that's a little easier for people because it's you know vodka gin whatever and you know pour <laughs> your bloody mary mix um but the the wine sales great idea i applaud Really happy that our industry rallied, and they're trying you know, and I think this time is all about we have to try things, yeah, and see what works, yeah, so we've you know repriced our wine um, and we're you know it's still probably a little bit more expensive than retail, but we're trying to make it so that it's a nice convenience for people, and you can just grab a bottle and go, and you know for now we're also trying to sell what we have in inventory we're not ordering anything yeah. you know new in. And, and you know, and you know what? Maybe we'll even do some really cool deals. I was thinking about almost doing some like brown bag, like, hey, it's it's twenty bucks. You might get a a bottle of Catherine Hall Cabernet or yeah. Jordan Cabernet, um, kind of like a grab bag. Yeah, sort of thing. So mystery, mystery a, wine. You, know, you might get a <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah, cool. we're gonna
5: to have to do some fun stuff. I love like that. that.
2: That's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, there's
3: there's a lot of ingenuity coming out, and I got to tell you, as someone that lives in the neighborhood where there's a, a blue plate. It is. It's it's kind of one of the hubs of the uh, Mm -hmm. of the neighborhood. And uh, and but they're all and all these restaurants, as Stephanie said, they weren't built for this. So uh, we said this four weeks ago, five weeks ago. And I'm going to say it again. Uh, Give these folks grace and Mm -hmm. give uh, have some patience. You know, if something's not quite right, uh, don't go online and blast them. Uh, Call them and, and, and let them give them the opportunity to correct it. Uh, they're all doing the best they can. So
0: are people doing that right now.
3: Yes, they are. <laughs> so I, that's Ew. why I have to keep saying that. Um, but but, uh, Steph, thank you so much. Uh, we're going to continue to do whatever we can to make sure uh, that you guys are strong uh, on the other end of this. So thanks for thanks for keeping the dogs at bay and joining us for a few minutes. <laughs>
5: oh. <laughs> thank you so much. We are we're going to make it through this. We one are. Way yes. or another. We yes. are. You yes. know that's I am I'm a survivor. Like, yes, this is, you know yep. you're going to have to drag me out, kicking, fighting, and screaming.
3: No, well, um,
5: it might look a little different, but we're
3: yeah. going to make it. That's right, Stephanie Shemp, yes. everybody right. from Blue Plate, Thanks. go yes. support local restaurants, everybody. Today it's Friday, do a Takeout Friday, post it on social media, and celebrate them. Get be the word positive. out. Be positive yes. too, and pack your patience. Seven forty-five. Be we'll, positive. Yes, we'll take a break. Mm-hmm. We'll be back after this. Welcome back. 749. Let's get caught up with this hour's news headlines with Matt Belanger from 5 Eyewitness News.
9: Hey, good morning, happy Friday, my talkers. Let's just start with a sigh of relief here. Oh, it's Friday and we're nearing the weekend, everyone. Topping the news here on this Friday morning, Governor Tim Walls has extended his stay at home order through May 18th. That's an additional two weeks. It's been in place, as we all know, for nearly six weeks now. Under this extension, though, more businesses are going to be able to reopen if they facilitate curbside pickup and handle any transactions online or over the phone. Bars, restaurants, houses of worship, hair salons for cuts and other services will remain closed for now. A little caveat, though, salons will be able to open to sell products only. So if you're in need of those, uh, that's a little bit of good news here this morning. The governor says he hopes to lift the ban on elective surgeries very soon, as he recognizes many of those are critical for patients' well-being, even though they are officially deemed as elective. The governor says hospitals will be the ones, ultimately, to make the decision about when to move forward with those across the U. S 12 states now are lifting restrictions and even more are expected to start doing that next week. Vice President Mike Pence, as you remember, got some criticism for choosing not to wear a face mask while visiting Mayo Clinic in Rochester this week. Apparently the vice president has changed his tune after defending that decision while here in Minnesota. The vice president did wear a mask while visiting a General Motors plant that is now working to make ventilators and here at home. The Minnesota Grocers Association is recommending everyone wear a cloth face covering some kind of face mask, something that covers your nose and mouth when you're out at grocery stores, food shopping, ending with something a little lighter here this morning. uh, Here at 5 Eyewitness News, we are working to celebrate the class of 2020. Those students, of course, missing out on so many things, so many milestones, no prom no in-person graduation ceremony so what we're doing here as the tv station is we're encouraging everyone to upload a video as we collectively celebrate the class of 2020 and there is a link if you'd like to submit your own video at kstp.com that's the latest this morning from five eyewitness news have a great weekend everybody back to you
3: thanks matt belanger five eyewitness news news headlines 24 hours a day at kstp.com it is coming up on seven fifty-two, Jason and Alexis in the morning. Let's do this.
6: Welcome to TVTRL t- Television Totally Request Live with Jason Lex. Here's
3: Jace. Thank you very much, King of the Passing Notes. It is time for TVTRL taking you back to a simpler time when we didn't have to wear face masks to Menards. Um, I'm going to start with a show from the '70s that this will make even if you didn't like this. This is going to make you smile. (laughs) So roll down your window and sing along. Ladies and gentlemen, it was one of the biggest hits on CBS in the late 70s and early 80s. It's The Muppet Show,
4: everyone. Uh
8: It's time to put on makeup It's time to dress up right It's time to raise the curtain On of the show tonight Why do we always come here? I guess we'll never know It's like a kind of torture To have to watch the show
3: It's time to get things started on the most sensational, inspirational,
4: celebrational,
2: motivational. This is what we call the <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh. Yeah. That's so much fun. That made me smile yeah. through
3: the entire thing. That yeah. was so good. This next oh. one is dedicated to Kenny. A few weeks ago, he requested this. We're going to play it because we do not discriminate against what, Alexis?
0: Instrumentals. Ladies and
3: gentlemen. Play that bass. Dedicated to Kenny and the late Abe Vigoda. (laughs) It's the classic instrumental theme to ABC's hit sitcom, Barney Miller, everyone. (laughs) Drop that needle. Is that making you happy, kitty. Oh, that's so awesome.
0: <laughs> that feels good.
3: That guy can really play the bass. He man. can. That was awesome. All about yeah. that bass, about that bass, more <laughs> trouble. Yeah. That's right. Yeah,
4: you There's... feel
0: that deep within your soul.
3: Deep within yeah. your soul. Oh, yeah. Right there. Very, very. You can go
2: deep. Very. Well, I shouldn't have said that. Anyway, <laughs> and you're growing,
4: <laughs> boy. Okay. And then she
3: follows
2: us uh, it up with, Whoa. "And you're And you're growing. <laughs> no, you no not right now. Ooh.
3: I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> Taking so, it okay. lower. Groin, like not you, growing. Baby. No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well. <Down low>. Uh, <laughs> coming up in the next hour. Oh, Alexis hates me. Uh, and total what? proof of it is forced what? movie reviews coming up at 8:30 <laughs> the last oh. dragon i was forced to watch
0: that's right
3: my what in the wide world of <laughs> blank did i watch <laughs> that what was that there were there was glowing there was a Cindy Lopper wannabe uh, yeah. there were awful lines Great debarge music. was in it I mean, it was crazy. (laughs) Plus, we have uh, Dirt Alert and a special guest. And it all starts next.